Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur who left the corporate world to follow my gut and leap into the online business space. But most days, I still feel like I have no clue what I'm doing, but I'm obsessed with the process of us getting to figure it out together. We've got epic guests with incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, I am so excited that you're here today because I always like to think of us like we're girlfriends sitting across from each other, just like chatting, having coffee. And I want to just have a real talk conversation with you about the journey toward your goals. And I actually wrote a little mantra on a post-it note and I stuck it on my mirror in my room and it says, good things take time. Great things just take a little longer. And I needed that for myself. And maybe you can connect with that too, that when we've got these big goals and visions for our life, those things are going to take us a while to get to, right? So I want to be the person and maybe you want to be the person too that can just buckle up and commit to making the journey toward getting there more fulfilling and fun and really focusing on enjoying just the person we're becoming in pursuit of the goal rather than just waiting until we get to the goal to celebrate, right? So I want to give you a little bit of backstory on kind of like how I've developed this and when this really started for me, focusing on the journey rather than just the end goal, and then give you some tangible tips that you can actually implement. So first little backstory, you know, besides like when I was in elementary school and I was like selling Huckleberry Jam on the street corner, which maybe you did something like that too, or like jewelry on the playground when I was in elementary school, you know, my first real business was with network marketing. And I started that back in 2014, partnering with Beachbody. So maybe you are in network marketing or you've got a side business that you're working on or a passion or you're a blogger. Anyway, you know, like those late nights where you really doubt yourself, it's tough. You don't want to quit when you're doubting yourself because those nights are really hard sometimes when you just don't know if it's going to work out. And one particular night always sticks out to me. And it was back in 2015. I was building my business on the side of a corporate job where at the time I was working at Google, my now fiance and I were living in downtown New York City in a tiny little apartment. And if you've ever been to New York, you know it costs like a bazillion dollars to live in like 600 square feet. And we're sitting on the couch together. I've got a giant messy bun and like an oversized flannel, just like looking real cute, like real hot mess express, probably no bra, just like not, not looking my best. And I'm crying and I'm, I'm like squeegeeing off my glasses with my finger, you know, like because I was just so overwhelmed and doubting myself. And Sina, my now fiance, then at the time boyfriend, you know, is looking at me and I was like, babe, like, is this ever going to work out? Like, do you actually think that I can do this? Like, is this stupid? Like, should I throw in the towel? Like, ah, you know, like that feeling of just like, oh, I don't know if this is going to work. And he said to me this analogy that I'll kind of explain to you that really hit home with me. And I, I've never forgot it because I've used it so many times. And I think it's just so powerful where he talked about the fact that I was pushing a monster truck tire up a hill. 
And essentially, he's like, when you're pushing a monster truck tire up a hill, of course it's heavy. And it's hard because you're trying to figure out how to just get it up the hill and build up that consistency and slowly pushing it up. And day after day, as you keep pushing, eventually you're going to get to the top of the hill. And of course, you're still going to have bumps in the road, but it's going to be so much more manageable because some of that initial weight that's super heavy when you're first starting and kind of trying to get the hang of it is going to be off your shoulders. And when you do get to the top, you're going to feel so dang proud and so much more confident because you got it to the top of that hill. So keep going, right? That was essentially his little pep talk. And it stuck with me because like I said, it's just so true. So maybe you're in that season right now in your business or your blog or your podcast, or you're going back to school to get your doctorate, or you're just making some transitions in your life or working on your health and fitness goals. Well, I think it's important to know that it's normal to ask yourself those questions of like, is this progress that I'm making enough? Am I doing enough? Will this work out? And Real talk, like I know that you know this, but when you're starting something new or you're working really hard on something that really freaking matters to you, sometimes you're going to doubt yourself, especially when you don't quite have the hang of like how to do it and make it part of your life. That's really freaking hard. And few people actually talk about how hard that is, but it can be tough because you don't have that confidence in yourself because you're brand new, right? You don't know if you're actually getting better, if you're going to suck for like ever and you don't have proof of results, right? You can't look back and say like, see, it worked out last time. So that initial time that you're doing something is so tough. Or if you're starting something that you've actually started before and the last time that you started, it didn't work out the way that you planned, you have proof of experience that it didn't work out and that's even harder to overcome. So I think it's important to just kind of get on the same page that sometimes it's not actually the work that you need to do to get you where you want to go. The work on your business or, you know, your actual workouts or, you know, putting yourself out there. Maybe it's not actually the work, but it's that you're often your own worst critic because you're saying crap like that. Like, when is this ever going to, you know, work out for me? Am I ever going to get good? Am I going to suck for forever? And then you start to downward spiral and all of that doubt can sometimes end you up on the couch in a giant flannel, looking like a hot mess express, squeegeeing your glasses, like with your finger, getting snot into your mouth from an ugly cry. And I just want you to know that you're not alone, but I'm also here to tell you that you will make it through. You will be so much more confident when you push through this. So I want to make this episode, particularly to give you a couple of tangible tips that are going to help you stay the course to build up that momentum and really look for joy in the journey and the process and the person that you're becoming so that you can get that feeling that I know is going to come when you do accomplish that thing, which is this deep, proud feeling and just being like, F yes, let's go. I'm a freaking ninja. I want that for you. Okay. So we're going to talk about three tips real quick. Number one, we're going to talk about finding your baseline pace because I think that's so freaking important when you're working towards goals and not talked about enough. Number two, we're going to talk about developing that belief muscle that this will work out. And number three, we're going to talk about how we're labeling that space between where we are now and where we want to go and making sure that that label is something that serves us. So first, the baseline concept. So I think it's really normal that when we start something new, we get really excited, 
right? Whether that's a goal um, that we're working on or it's a new business or it's a fitness, you know, something related to fitness or even a new like training program at work or a new class that you're taking for school. We get so fired up at that initial stage that we forget that the actual goal is to sustain for the long haul. We have to be steadfast to get where we want to go. But if you're building a business or going after your health and fitness goals and you're doing it in this manner, like you're driving like a stick shift car up a hill, right? Think about doing that, right? Like back and forth, back and forth. I forget that you can't see me because we're not actually having coffee, but I was just jolting my body back and forth. But it's this concept like you're in and then you're out and then you're in and then you're out. And honestly, a better analogy for that is if you're running a long distance, if you've ever run a half marathon, you know that it's easier just to stay consistent with a certain pace, even if that's a little bit slower than to sprint and then stop because it takes so much energy to get started again. So how can we find this baseline pace so you can stay consistent, that you can manage so that you don't burn out because burning out is definitely not going to get you where you want to go. So what is sustainable for you to be consistent? And I've noticed there's two main ways that have been helpful for me to be consistent. Um, The first one works really well, which is picking a certain amount of time per day that you can dedicate to doing that thing, working on that passion project, even if it's like 15 minutes, right? Or starting with your health and fitness goals, like getting a workout in or movement in daily, and then increasing the amount of time or effort that you can put in from there. Once you've gotten this like consistent flow, it's just something that you do. It's part of your identity, right? That's worked really well for me, just kind of taking advantage of the compound effect essentially. But then for some people, it's a little bit easier to pick a certain amount of times per week that you can do that thing. Some goals don't require daily effort. Um, Some goals is more like weekly effort. Maybe you're a blogger or a podcaster and you're like, I'm going to podcast or blog three times a week, or I'm going to work on this particular goal a couple of times a week. And you've got those you know, those times in your calendar proactively blocked out that those are the days that you're going to honor that goal. So either daily allotted time or amount of days or times per week is really good to determine this. And then once you've got that consistency down, then you can crank it up from there, like turn up the volume on that. But finding that baseline is so important first, because then you've got something that you can sustain and then you can tweak as you go. Like going from like never working out to working out two hours per day, which honestly two hours is a little bit aggressive, but that's such a huge contrast that it's hard to jump into that versus starting to move daily or starting with 20 minute workouts, like a shorter workout that you can prove to yourself that you're capable and build up that confidence and then kind of build from that baseline. Same goes with business, right? Starting out with some things that you can do every day or five days of the week or whatever it may be. And then you can kind of habit stack and add more to it and really start to build the flow that's sustainable of creating those habits that are serving you. And side note, like kind of a tangent, but if you're in the collective, our new online personal development membership community, you know that we really like deep dive on habits this month with tangible things that you can implement. So girl, if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, I need more content on that, like I need to really hammer this into my brain. Just pause your podcast right now. Go to KeishaFitzgerald.com slash the collective and check, like, check out how you can become a member of this community because that's where I can really deep dive with you with video content and worksheets and help get this into your brain and then also connect you to a community.
right? But the point of all of that with a minimum baseline is essentially it's like building a house. You don't just throw like a beautiful mansion with a pool on a rock, like like a rocky foundation that's like got all these cracks in it. You've got to build the framework first. So same rules apply when you're building that minimum baseline, okay? And if you're listening to this in Trader Joe's, like your grocery shopping, put down your pepper, Ashley, and write down in the notes section of your phone, find minimum baseline. And if you are Ashley and you're in Trader Joe's, please DM me on Instagram because that would be really funny. Okay, scroll. But truthfully, finding that minimum baseline and increasing from there is so freaking powerful. All right, number two, developing that belief muscle that this will work out. Honestly, even going into it with the mindset that it won't work out the way that you planned, but it could, there is a potential, it could be even better that you will get this return on your investment of time and effort with results that you're so freaking excited about. You've got to really believe that to be true. And a couple of ways that I've built my belief is first, just getting crystal clear on the vision of where this is going, who could benefit as a byproduct of you honoring that goal that's on your heart or that vision for your life. And Who would be negatively impacted if you don't do that thing? That creates this sense of urgency for you to need to believe in yourself. And I've done a couple of episodes on vision. I'll like, I'll link the most recent one that I did in the show notes that might be helpful for you, but really just get that vision for your life and understand that it's part of your identity and you are going there because you're so freaking crystal clear on how you're going to get there, right? Or maybe you don't even know the path to get there, but you understand what you're working towards and you're willing to pivot and kind of navigate the journey towards getting there because it matters to you so freaking much, right? And another thing that I like to do that helps me build belief is I'll find someone who's done that thing that I want to do or done something similar to it. Cause sometimes I'm creating things that I'm like, ah, nobody's done this. So I'm over here like by myself. Right. But instead of comparing yourself to that woman that has done that thing that you want to do, look at her as proof that it's possible and feel so freaking grateful for her and borrow some of that belief from her, consume her content, right? If that's on social media or if she's got a book or a podcast or a blog, like get around her headspace and start to think about how does someone who's accomplished that goal actually think? And how can I start to think more like someone who's accomplished that goal? And again, like just plug in the collective again, apparently today, but truly that's part of why I developed this community. This collective personal development community is for women to have like women like you to have more access to me because I I've got a lot of belief to pour into people, but also to connect people with a supportive community of women across the globe to help support you in building up that belief muscle. Because in an instant gratification society, like Amazon brings it to my door in like an hour sometimes society, we've got to recognize that we are trained that way. We want a quick fix. I mean, we get frustrated, like if it takes 20 seconds to like load something on our phone, but like we forget about the fact that like the internet is such a weird thing to think about and it's like in our pocket, right? We just can't expect that anything that's, you know, good or especially great is going to come easy. So good things take time. Great things take a little longer. There's just no way around it. So put that vision around you. 
Put it on the screensaver of your phone, the background of your computer. Put it on like a post-it note. Be a crazy person and have all of these random post-it notes everywhere like I do. Just infuse yourself with the content of people that do believe in themselves and do believe that life is limitless. Whatever you've got to do to build up that belief muscle, it's so freaking important. Okay, and finally, third tip. We've got to choose to label that space between where we are now and where we want to go with something that serves us. Because, oh, oh, this is such a pet peeve. I do this sometimes and I have to catch myself and be like, no, Kate, don't do this. But we can call something that we're working towards intimidating or scary or overwhelming or we can call it exciting and inspiring, like an open book of potential. But if we mislabel this, it causes confusion, anxiety, and like those spirals where we're like sitting on the couch in our oversized flannel, squeegeeing our glasses and getting snot in our mouth, right? <laughs> but, you know, just as an example, I get a lot of DMs like this where people say that they're lost or confused on what they're doing in their career. So they're naturally looking for all the things in their life to confirm that to be true. That's literally what self-confirming bias is, right? Like our brain wants to prove the thought that we're thinking to be true. So it looks for evidence to collect to prove that. We've got to remind ourselves that the stories that we're telling ourselves really freaking matter. So they've got to be stories that serve us. So instead, I'm on a mission to make sure that I feel proud of where I'm at now and excited about where I'm going rather than ever leaving, like labeling myself as overwhelmed or confused when it comes to my fitness goals or big goals in my career or just using my freaking potential, right? Like you always have a choice, girl, to let that space between where you are now and where you want to go intimidate you because maybe you're like me and you've got huge visions for your life. But you can also choose to let that space between where you are now and where you want to go inspire you and remind yourself that you've got an epic journey ahead to grow and evolve and impact and inspire people along the way. And truthfully, like intimidating, scary, overwhelming, that sounds like a really crappy path that I'm not interested in. It kind of makes me want to pee and just, you know, take a fork and shove it in my eyeball. So (laughs) I will pick the path that I've labeled exciting and inspiring with an open book of potential because that sounds really freaking fun. And we both get to choose how we label that space, right? So to kind of tie this up in a pretty little bow, in order to enjoy the process more, since good things take time and great things just take a little longer, we've got to first find our minimum baseline so we can stay consistent, build up confidence, and then increase or turn up the volume from there. So we've got that baseline first. Number two, we've got to develop that belief muscle that this will work out by getting crystal clear on our vision, by finding someone who's done that thing that we want to do and celebrating her and infusing ourselves with her content or just with her perspective so we can start to ask ourselves better questions about how we need to be thinking about the journey right? Rather than just focusing on the end goal. And finally, we've got to choose to label that space between where we are now and where we want to go with something that actually serves us so we can enjoy this process more. That is going to get you there, girl. I really believe it. If you follow those three tips, I really think that's going to help you. If this hits home with you, tag me on Instagram. I want to hear your takeaways from this podcast. I love to know like what's hitting home with you. And, and truly, What is the alternative, right? Like what is the alternative from trying this out and trying to build up beliefs and your baseline and labeling that space? 
You don't want to live a life with shoulda, woulda, couldas. You don't want to die with actual potential in you because you were too scared to show up. Not you. This dream is not in you by accident. You got to get out of your own damn way and figure out how to put it out in the world. If it's a dream on your heart or if it's a goal for your life, you've got to think about someone that's watching you, the girl out there that needs you showing up, right? Maybe it's your niece, your daughter, your son, your significant other, your mom, your sister, some random girl on Instagram from third grade back when I was slaying Huckleberry Jam that maybe still follows me. I don't know. I'm doing it for me, but I'm doing it for her too, You have got to do this for you, but you've also just got to show up and show her what's possible too. I'm so excited. We're connected. Do the damn, like just do the damn thing, girl. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you share with your girlfriends or better yet, post it on Instagram stories and tag me. Then I can personally say thank you for helping me get this message out there. And if you didn't vibe with it, just keep that to yourself. I'm kind of new here. Still trying to figure it all out. Talk to you soon, girl.